is confused. Oh, dang. You got it. It is happening. Okay. Okay, that's good. Now we got a, did we got a, a notice that's being recorded. So we can either say got it and stay, or if you hit leave meeting, that means, well, that's pretty self-explanatory. That is. Okay. Can everybody see the presentation okay on, on your side? Yep. Yes? Yes. Wonderful. Okay. Okay. Do you see on your side, do you see the little, the little, uh, pages on the left too, or is it just one big page that says the choice workshop, fast way to ascend? Both little and big. Oh, okay. I need to figure out how to, oh, you know what I probably need to do is just do that. All right. Now it's just all one big one, right? Nope. Not on mine, but I don't make, I don't know if that's my view. Uh, okay it's quite large though yeah the, the other pages that are coming up are like the size of a post i'm on an ipad so it's like the size of a post postage stamp you can't even really see them okay but what you have what you're focused on takes up most of the screen this is what this will work then so let's start if you would uh you would close your eyes with me, wherever you're at, if it's possible anyway, maybe you're not in a place that you can close your eyes. But if you're like me, you had a full day, you had stuff that happened. I was at work, I left right from work and people were yelling at me because they didn't like what I was telling them. And boss was coming in and wanted me to do things and I was running out of time and I was stressing out because I got to go and teach how to be so peaceful. I got to get peaceful. And I was stressing out about it. And so now finally here. And if you would partake with me, take a big breath. And I want you to sigh as you let it out. <sighs> and do another one with me. One big breath. And as we partake in discussion, often what this thing is that I'm calling ascension or this or increased awareness is it's as simple as that. It's this tension that I'm unknowingly holding on to. But maybe I'm holding on to it, but I think it's going to help me. I think it's going to make me happier, get what I want, want, which is going to make me happy. And often I'm pretty confused about that. But if I can just let it go, Often find I can let it go a little bit more. Can you feel within you the part that you let go? Within me, it feels like a cascade of energy flowing down through my body and, and out my feet. 
Uh, Spirit, I ask that you help us to expand our understanding and expand our awareness. Help us to remember who we are and the parts of us that we've forgotten. Parts of us that are always at peace. Parts of us that are happy and aware and blissful, intensely curious and having fun with it all. Amen. So it is. Hey, okay. Hello. Hi. What's your name? Sorry. Lee. 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 What's up, Lee? So yeah. glad you came. If if you uh you can stay right there, it's fine. But uh hopefully what I'm hoping is that this becomes more of a conversation. I do have kind of a setup in front here because I'm recording it. But uh, you can you can stay there. You can stay anywhere you want. But um, as we go forward, I want to be uh, hopefully encouraging a conversation. There's en there's enough of us on Zoom that if you want to interrupt, I, ha I have the volume enough that that I think a conversation even on Zoom would work. And so we're talking about ascension. So ascension to me is not going to a different planet or, or uh, becoming a different person. But ascension in, in, the way, in the context of what we're talking about here is more of an adjustment, a tuning, a tuning to a part of you that, that we already are. We already are that part of us. But by necessity, to have this human experience, we've forgotten it. And the fast method that I'm talking about is, is really just a portal to be the witness. And this witness is this part of us, one of the things we're trying to tune into. It's a part that's always watching. And that part of us that's always watching, it's it's never upset. And I'm upset all the time. My kids make me upset. My job makes me upset. <laughs> People are calling me for help for my job. They make me upset. And I'm pretty good at, be, at looking very calm all the time. But I get agitated and not in this complete peace but when i can be the witness which is what we're going to practice one of the main tools i always realize that that's not me and that experience or that feeling or that thought those aren't me and they are just thoughts and feelings that are there i want to say that very same thing a lot of time in a lot of different ways but that's the whole thing really that the peace and the happiness that we want is never far away and it's always right here. So the portals to be this witness is forgiveness and acceptance and service without trades. And real quick, what, what that is, it's forgiveness. It's not saying that something that is bad is good. You're not saying, oh, that bad thing is good. I forgive it. It's really re-noticing uh, the thoughts that we have that make something bad and letting go of the thoughts. And people are... People still do the things they do, and people may still be doing the things that hurt you before, for example, but we don't have to have the story. We don't have to hold on to the thoughts and the stories about those things that make us so painful. Acceptance is, is not uh, sifting through life and saying, oh, this is good. I want to move towards that, and this is bad. I want to get it, take it out. It set, it, the acceptance that I'm talking about is receiving life as it comes as the gift that it is because it's been fine-tuned based on what we wanted. 
And then service without trades is a way that I, I can make it say fast <laughs> as the acronym, but to be able to serve without doing it for something in return. And so those are the basic uh, ways of life that we'll, we're going to go into. So just some, some details about this workshop in general. Uh, and it's an experiment too. We're, we're adjusting it all the time. And, and as we go after tonight, we'll probably uh, readdress and see if it's going to work. But once a month here in person, uh, and we'll meet from six to eight. And then we're going to do virtual check-ins once a week in between those once a month. And so those would be an hour. And uh, if I don't have your email, uh, I don't know, if, did I email you, Lee? I'll get that for you too. And, and I'll get everybody the, the Zoom link if you want it to check in. There'll be a private Facebook that I already have that will allow everybody to uh, check in. Uh, and it's just a way for a portal for everyone to say, this is what's going on. Uh, what do you think? Or this is just what I'm experiencing. Hello. Oh, that's okay. You you survived the storm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> traffic. Uh, and traffic. Oh, I know. I was in that too. Yes. What What is your name? Sorry. Wendy. Wendy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. I I should know everybody's name, and I don't. Well, good to have you here. Thank you. So uh, the the Facebook book is really the Facebook group is really just a way for us to connect. If if people want, it's there and available. I'll invite everybody. And then also the book. Uh, the choice is, is a book that I wrote. It's parallel to this. It's not right along, but all the concepts that we're going to talk about are in it. And uh, the book is in the bookstore, so you can buy it from the bookstore. Uh, I have some here, uh, All the but all the sales and all the love donation, it goes to the church. So if you want to support the church and this is valuable, you, you can have at it. And then I don't know, you know, whatever a love, love donation is for you, uh, that's just what the church is asking. Uh, you can go to unitytustin.org and there's a donate tab and uh, you can donate it there as well. So how this workshop works, concepts explained. Uh, we're going to give a concept. We're going to maybe do a story and then there'll be some sort of participation. And it's usually like a slowing down introspective exercise so that you can we can uh, get in touch with ourself as in what's going on inside of me kind of thing. And then we each time we repeat a same concept, what will happen is you we can look at the same thing from a different angle. And a simple thing like forgiveness, acceptance, and loving service, like those aren't new concepts. Those are like the oldest ones there are. It's the most boring thing that a whole workshop could ever be built on. And what if it really is that simple to have the life that we think we want? the life that I've been struggling for, or maybe the life that you've been struggling for. Maybe it's as simple as that. I, I think it is. As we do it, though, what I'm hoping is you interrupt me. Interrupt me with your thoughts. Interrupt me with questions. Interrupt me with your experiences. And it makes it more, makes it more fun, really. And then each time we go through the same thing, same concept, then uh, hopefully it creates more and more value. And so... How do you know that uh, a chair can hold up your weight? You sit on it. You sit on it. That's right. You sit on it. That's good. And that's that. That was. You like test it out. That's right. I mean, maybe you maybe you wiggle it a little bit yeah. for sure, but in the end, uh, the way that you know it's going to hold you is you sit on it. And so, how do you know that you've come across a concept? 
that might change your life. And I, I have I put these these notes together. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, take take a seat anywhere you want. I kind of. Freezing here. It's a little cool. It's a little cool. Yeah, you can you can tap up the. Did you know how? Uh, it's right there. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. I turned it on a little bit, but it's it's uh, you can turn you can turn it up. Thank you. Sorry. So, how would you? Uh, I put these dose together, by the way, really really quick, and so I have all the answers there as well. Uh, but how do you know you come across a concept that might change your life? Just, yeah, it pulls you. It pulls you? you absolutely. Have to listen to it and think about it. I mean, that's a, that is a great way for sure when, when I've been pulled to it. And I just know. In fact, often I, I'm in that place where you just have a knowing like, oh, wow, that's what I needed. And you can feel it. Well, there's. Yeah, I feel like a grounding, like. Like when something is true in a moment and I need it, it's like I'm just grounded to the earth. That's wonderful. And see, and then the, that's your. I depend on it. That's your. Actually, clue. I depend on that. Like, you know, as God's way of. So that is a wonderful. Getting to me. You can feel it. All these little internal clues that our bodies are giving us. It's it's so wonderful. I just just know you know just just a, just a knowing just you know yeah and, un and unexplainable you yeah, just know just know yeah i that that happens to me a lot just the knowing one one of the one of the things that i've noticed uh in in doing workshops and whatnot as as well is a concept that you immediately d deny or resist that's also a clue mm -hmm. And the reason, and I'm talking about not like, hmm, let me consider that. Oh, I don't think that maybe, you know, you're, you're, you're digesting it, but it's more like you hear it and you go, no, that's obviously <laughs> not right. And you can feel the tension build up, feel the resistance. And it's almost like they attacked you with giving an idea. Now, why would that kind of reaction be a clue that it's that a trigger. It's, it's triggering? It is, it is absolutely. And if you're always triggered, I mean, how open are you to receiving whatever the, the information is on there or or that opening? We're not that open, right? And so there are, you know, maybe it's a um a certain religion that you they need the 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 secret word to hear truth, you know. It, it needs to come as uh you know, the the founder of in the name of the founder of the religion. I'm trying to make it general right now. In the name of the founder of religion, uh Here's the information, and then okay, if, if that's your religion, you'll accept it. But if it doesn't come in the name of the founder of the religion, I'm not going to listen to it. You know, it's pagan and it's horrible that you would say that. But there's so much wonderful wisdom out there that that comes in all sorts of things, ways. So that's just one way. I, what I'm hoping for is that we try it on. We sit on that chair. We try on that shirt. Does it fit? And then um, if everybody's willing to to try on the different ideas for today. Raise your right hand, even virtual land, and say, I am. I am. Out there, no? Mm -hmm. yep. what, what are your guys' names? Andrea. Andrea, nice to meet you. And Rod. And Rod, Andrea and Rod. Okay, <laughs> we accept you. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> you know, it's always good to have a backup car. Yeah. 
So who am I? I won't I won't spend too much time on this part. Uh it, sometimes people want to know, but I I was a Christian pastor for 10 years. I uh stopped uh, my vocation as a Christian pastor. Uh it was probably 25 years ago. And it was really because I it just didn't feel authentic uh where I was at in this fundamental uh Christian role. And uh, my love for Jesus has for sure never changed. My love for God has never changed. All, all of those wonderful things have never changed. But what has opened up for me is the, the vast experience that's available for us all. It's just so wonderful. And it's, it's, I've come around over and over again. And so I ended up teaching human behavior for a lot of years in the corporate world. And that was really fun. And lately I've just been writing books and then I just have a regular job uh, like people have during the day. And it, it ends up, it ends up being really fun. So that's me. Well, why are you here? I wanted to open a space. My intention for being here is which I'm hoping to set today. My intention is to open a space for you and really for me to, to remember and to have fun and I'm really curious what's going to happen too. <laughs> so those are, those are my intentions. Uh, and then also in the teach learn process, when you teach, and if it's true teaching, there's always a learning that goes hand in hand. Uh, because in in the giving, there's a receiving. Uh, as I put words to these ideas or those knowings like you were talking about, I put, put words to them. It really solidifies and gives me a new understanding of those things that I thought I knew before. And I end up learning so much just trying to explain things. And so putting this book and these things into a workshop has been a wonderful experience for me so far. So I'm having a great time. I really hope that you guys can catch up and <laughs> have one as well. I'm hoping anyway. So what, what, what interested you, if you're willing to share, uh, why'd you come? What were you hoping to get? And let's, let's put it on. I'll write it down here. What, why'd you come? That's a valid reason. What did you say? Sunday, and I felt uh, very peaceful. You have a very peaceful voice, or it was something about you. It was I felt connected to. You came for me. I wanted to learn. I love that. That's my favorite answer so far. <laughs> uh, uh, connected and my membership to Javon. Is that good enough synopsis? That. For me, the same thing. And what interested me was the fact that you were a minister for 10 years and walked away from that. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's like a big decision. It's just like. Oh, it's yeah. a very big decision. Yeah. So that, that. Whole life. Oh, I don't know. That just, there was just something about that. that so curious about walking away? Yeah. Curious about why walked right. from, what would you say, what would be the word? Walk from? From that more I, fundamental. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of us have been there before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So that 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 intrigued me. I'm I'm curious with myself too. <laughs> <laughs> a huge decision, uh, a difficult thing for a lot of people. Oh yeah. I mean, it is still is a, is a very difficult for me because I have all of my uh, my like a, my lifelong friends and family are are uh, you know that I don't think I'm not that, but just. I, like I, it's more of a, that. it's a, it's a, a build and a include encompassing mm -hmm. thing that uh, there's no negation part of me. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so but I have, I have uh, friends that feel differently yeah. about yeah. my decisions. Yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah. thought that that was like a big decision. So that it was a big choice. Big and choice. I, that, those kind of choices in people's lives intrigue me. Yeah, well, wonderful. That's good. Anybody else? Why'd you come? I like your fast. You like the fast? Yes, yes. Forgiving, acceptance, service without trade. It's something that I um, I know and I just need to practice it more so i figure the more i'm around it and surrounding myself with people that are like-minded and yeah um, learning tools to to remember that i can change these habits that i've had my a lot of my my whole life yeah you know oh, i man. want it to be more of a of a instinct to react in the fast way than it is to be triggered with anger or yeah I think I want to change my ways. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm in it, me and you together. Lee, <laughs> <laughs> what why did you come? Like I said, there was a poll and I don't read all of the community uh, Facebook stuff or the emails. You know, sometimes I scan them, but the the choice I think maybe what called or caught my attention is I'm in the middle of one of those roller coaster times in my life here. It's like, what am I doing here again at 77? You know, aren't I supposed to be calm and peaceful now? I know. And I know there's I'm actually doing some counseling because of it, the challenges. And yesterday she asked me what I needed and I said I need to get back into my spiritual community and practices more. And uh so mm -hmm. yeah. I, <laughs> I think it. that was the pull this it just caught my attention and back to the spiritual practices that's wonderful what is your name i'm joanne and Hi, joanne. Late, but oh that's okay the accident and the rain was impossible getting here i almost turned around and went home Took me a long time to get here too, and I was really early. And I was anxious. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, so we're we're just saying why why what what was your intention? Why'd you come? Why are you showing up? This is wonderful that you came. To reinforce my giving of service for free without expectation of anything to get back. And if I could make that love for what I do and 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 my talents then it'd be nice to get paid for it too. Get paid for it? Like as a job? Yeah. That'd be awesome. 
Me. Because normally I'm a. I would love to. I'm a, I'm a I'll do that with you. But uh, I've been out of work since uh, July. So it's been difficult. Oh yeah, caregiver. <laughs> Absolutely. This has nothing to do with COVID. My agency, so they denied my EDD claim, which made me very unhappy after I've been so loyal to them. But you know, the the day of getting a, a, a retiring from a company and getting that gold watch and you know all that uh, retirement and and all that funding yeah. and, and medical care, those are the old days. So yeah. everything self-funded now. It is it's very different. Well, I'm really glad that you came. And hopefully we can discover some answers together. And my answers aren't necessarily the answers. However, if we consider together, something beautiful happens almost every time. Pam, how about you? Uh, it's our bodiless friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a head. Um, let's see. I'm here because I spend a lot of my life in service to other people, which I which brings me satisfaction. Um, prior to being a Sunday school teacher, I was a hospice volunteer and being with people at the end of their lives is just the most amazing thing ever. But because I'm a volunteer, I can't do that anymore because of COVID. They basically, the organizations that had volunteers are just, you know, it's too risky for them, right? To have non-paid people interacting with patients. And, um, so I really miss that. Like I miss that level of service and I miss that level of intimacy and I miss that level of like feeling God work through me to be able to help others. So um, part of why I'm here is to figure out what that next thing is going to be. Mm -hmm. Like, what is that, what is that going to look like? And um and I've, I've heard a few things for myself and I kind of don't want to believe them. <laughs> so, so I'm asking God and then I'm like, well, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> so it, does, it doesn't mean I have to be comfortable, but as an example of what I'm talking about, it's one of the things that um, I would like to be able to do with my life is um, be with families who are, whose children are dying. Mm, to wow. be with to be with families who you know where this is like the last thing they probably ever expected I'm not really trained to do that but I keep having this but I have enough love to do that <laughs> and I have enough um I don't know if I have the skills yet because I've not been able to figure out so that it, it's and maybe that's not exactly it but that's what I keep seeing is that me with yeah. with, with you know the families who have you know, lost something and helping these families. Well, hopefully this gives a, gives a space because I, one of the things I believe as we set an intention, just, just setting these things of, of intentions of what I'd like to receive, what happens as far as my experience with life is the opportunities tend to be drawn to you. And it's not like they're not drawn or you're a good manifester or you're a bad manifester. We're all great manifestors. We just, don't often know what we're manifesting. <laughs> we don't right. we don't realize all these different layers of who we are 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 creating exactly what we have. We have manifested. Here we are. And I say, well, I would like to serve, but I don't want to serve them. You know, <laughs> I'm not saying right. that's I'm I'm saying right. No, I, well, I and judge. it's like even 
even saying that out loud, this is the first, except for dear, you know, close friends in my life. I've never spoken those words to people I don't know because it sounds kind of whack, you know? Well, it, doesn't, it doesn't sound whack. And I'm not judging what you're saying at all. I'm just, what I'm saying is, it's powerful to start putting these things in alignment. So uh, integrity, for example, the, the word integrity is another word for that synonymous is alignment. And if a home is integrous, it'll withstand the weight. It'll withstand a storm. It'll withstand, uh, it, it, it's, it's a strong house. And when it's not integrous, it'll topple over, topple over easier. Um, an earthquake will, will crumble it. And there's new integrous laws in California that make have all these buildings that need to be up to earthquake code. And they've been a lot of grace period. And recently they've been cracking down on it. Nope, got to be up to the code. The building has to be integrous. And so for us, just like a building, foundation, floor joists, uh, studs, you know, the other, whatever the things are called in the, in the ceiling, all those things, when they're stacked on top of each other in alignment, it's, it's strong, it's powerful. And so when we do the same thing, when we, when our, when our feelings, we're noticing our feelings and we're allowed and we're moving towards the thing that help us to resonate higher and, and our words are in alignment with those feelings that resonate higher and our thoughts are towards those words and then our actions all in a line, it's powerful. And how, how often do you, how often do I often are my thoughts not in alignment with my, with my work, my action, like my good deed, but my thought isn't there. And my feeling is certainly not there. Uh, like, oh, I feel put out or, <laughs> or uh, burdened by this, but I'm going to do good because I know I have to. It doesn't make me a bad person for feeling that, but what it does is the, the, the power behind it isn't there just in the mechanics of how things manifest. This kind of turns down the flow a little bit on that particular direction. Anyway, one of the things we're doing right now, declaring it. And so, Pam, you just did it. Yay! All right. So the choice. We already talked about this a little bit. Today, we're going to be hopefully going through some natural, spiritual, buoyancy, uh, buoyancy workshop. A cork, when it's underwater, does not need to be pushed up. It just, the weights just need to be released. And the natural state of that of that cork is way up on top of the water. And so for us, and ascension, that's a great picture in my, how I see it is ascension is releasing the ties that have held us underwater, held us lower. And all of us, all of our layers that are higher are always there. And it doesn't take work. It takes letting go. It takes uh, releasing. And that's my definition of forgiveness as well, is releasing. So Ascension for Dummies, it's, it's a probably a crude way to say it, but Ascension's not getting beamed up to a planet. It tends to be a slow process just because that's the human experience, I believe. We wanted this experience we wanted to be in darkness we wanted to feel not the thing we are or the experience of it and so here we are feeling not the thing we are and it feels bad a lot of times and so uh, it's not leaving your body but it's remembering how long does it take to tune a radio not very long right boop, boop, boop. so before we go too much farther though let me let me just say that there are really three 
chunks of reality. And I'm not saying this is how all reality is, but for the context of what we're talking about right now, there's the true reality. And true reality is, is it's past all experiential um, anything. It's past what an angel would experience, your higher self would experience. It's past creation. It's just the oneness. It's all that is. And there's, I don't how would you explain that? But I think there's a higher reality. And that's the, that's the part that I think we're tapping into as noticing the witness. And that, because that witness experience is that experience of that eternal portion of you. It's that light body experience, that body that you have, that's going to still be you after you leave your, your human body. The human body is in duality, right? It's born and it dies. The human body, we know that you are you and I am me, and there's a separation. There, there's a distinction where, and, and that makes me believe that I can take from you and gain. I can cheat you and win. So that, that human separation, you're over there, I'm over here, uh, about thoughts and feelings and loss and gain, that is constantly dragging us in. But the higher reality is more of eternity and abundance and everything is is good and, and I, I can't lose. And so the two bodies that we're going to be tossing back and forth, the perspectives, is that human body, because because we think we're our human body. Every time you feel a feeling in your body and confuse it as yourself, like when I get angry, I say, I am angry. The reality is I'm not angry. My my real self is not angry. The human is angry. I say, I'm fearful. I'm feeling fear. That's the human. It's feeling the fear. When you die and your light body goes on, it's not going to have that same ability to have that those same feelings. They're going to those negative, horrible, uh, like jealousy and all that stuff, or even hunger, all these feelings that we have, they're not going to be there anymore. Why? Well, because it's the human. The human has been gracious to give you, to let you reside and have this human experience. It's wonderful. And your light body enjoys it. The reality is the witnesser is enjoying all of it. And that is the crazy part that we'll go into a little bit here. So here's some more differentiators that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hopefully. The mind thinks. The mind seeks. It's what it does. Over and over and over again. It's giving new thoughts and new thought and a new thought and a new thought and a new thought and a new thought. And it doesn't stop. It's concepts, it's your fears, it's your desires. And it always has to do with the past and the future because the present, the present right now is hard for the mind to operate in. It's usually like, what can I think right now so that I can get that in the future? Because it always wants you to seek. Seek and do not find is the mantra of the mind. It's, and the tricky part about this is the mind is not you. What really causes suffering for us, the, the, some of the greatest suffering that any, any of us could ever experience is when we think our thoughts are ours. Think, well, if that thought isn't mine, who is it? If I can't trust my thought, well, who can I trust? And the reality is that the thought isn't yours. It's the thinker. <laughs> there is a thinker, my experience is there's a thinker that's thinking thoughts all the time. And we grab them, this part of us, that last part on the screen is the ego. And the ego 
is your creation. As a light body, as a, as a portion of source, the, the most amazing thing that, that we have in connection with God, in similarity with God, the source, is that in, we have insatiable curiosity, or we tend to be, and we can create. And we can create a heaven, and we can create a hell. And we can create an identity. This thing called Lee, or Tracy, or Pam, or you know all of our names, that thing, it didn't exist before we were born. We created it over time by believing ideas about who we are. And so this creative power that we have as a portion of source, quali uh, qualitatively the same, not quantity, kind of like a drop of the ocean is the same as the ocean. So the quality of it is the same, but of course the quantity is not the same. It's a drop versus the ocean, but the quality is the same. So our quality of God has the power to create. And the ego sabotages it and grabs all those things. The body feels. So the body is going to feel urges. The body is going to feel uh, you know, the pain. The body is not bad. It's just nature-driven. It's finding all those things. It's kind of like the frog and the scorpion. Yeah, you guys heard that that parable. It's the, the frog and the, the scorpion wants to cross the river, and the the frog says, "Oh, jump on my back." Uh, or the, the scorpion says, "Let me have a ride on your back, frog." And the frog said, "No, you're going to sting me." And the frog said, uh, "The scorpion said, I won't sting you. If if I sting sting you, you're swimming across the river. We're both going to die." And the frog's like, oh, that makes sense. And so he jumps on his back and the frog's swimming across the river and the scorpion stings him. And he's sinking and going under the water. And he said, why did you do that? Now we're both going to die. And the scorpion said, it's my nature. <laughs> How often is our human like that? <laughs> that we do the same thing. We have the same impulses and we know they're going to make us suffer. You know, I, I go to... Uh, uh, every night I put my kids to bed at seven. It's my job. And so I'm working all day and I come home and I'm getting home at like six-ish, hang out with everybody. And then my wife's like, I'm off the clock. Don't even talk to me. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, kids, you know, I get I try to get them off that, that they're watching their show. They get a little bit of a show at night and then it's time for bed. And they just go nuts after that. And it's for so long, it was my greatest challenge because I wanted to get them up there in bed but they're right here not going to bed because as soon as i get them into bed i can sit there with my wife we can watch the voice we can you know i rub her hand she's like happy i'm happy we're chilling but i'm not there you know where i'm at i'm at my kids and they're not going upstairs and so i, I would just get angry i'd get angry at them i would get angry at the situation and i would force them to go to bed and what i would realize what i've realized since then we're talking about the universe giving you exactly what you require, life giving you exactly what you require, and acceptance is, wow, this is what I require right now, right here, is that those moments between not in bed and my goal of in bed for the kids could have been beautiful moments. And they ended up becoming more and more beautiful. I'm still not perfect, but more and more beautiful by just being with them wherever we were. And sometimes it'd be like right in the middle of the stairs where my five-year-old is grabbing one of the stairs and going, no. And, and, 
and then we would be there and then I would tickle him and then it would be fine and he would laugh and then we would jump up cups and my tension like that first thing we did of uh, releasing it out letting it go being here this is exactly what I require my obnoxious child and when I can use it as a teacher they become my teacher and so that's kind of a clue and it's a really great clue the things that bother you the most become your greatest teachers and it's a term called catalyst and catalyst in general means it makes something happen it makes you know two things come together and there's a reaction and makes a third thing happen the catalyst for us in life are all the things that we call bad it's the things i don't like it's the things i'm trying to get away from it's my judgments about myself you know i'm not spiritual enough i was stressing out at work because i was stressing out at work and about to come and help people to be peaceful <laughs> and i'm thinking this is not good i need to get out of here but it's like the task kept on coming kept on coming and instead i started to do these exercises i'm like wow thank god i've just been practicing this workshop and so start to watch myself and i can watch my mind and i watch my feelings and i watch me put meaning on it which is the ego that makes sense the one that doesn't make things sense to me is that thoughts that we we don't think them and i've always thought like um i've always thought i thought them <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know I, and i hear like you're not in control of your first thought but you're in control of every thought thereafter i think we can should be able to control our thoughts and, mm. You yeah. would think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, and that's what I've been trying to do to well, change my thoughts towards putting your child to bed. You're changing your thoughts to like, I need to make this my teacher. I need to. I I had a, an example the other night where or morning with my son where I could have reacted in my old react old way. Yeah, that you need to change your thinking about he's in a bad. You know he's. So I think by changing your thoughts, your actions follow. And you can change your actions. Control my thoughts. Yeah. I, All I right, used so, to think we can't. And now I'm thinking I can. And now you're telling me I can't. And it's the thinker. Who's the thinker? Yes. So if you if you uh, would be willing to experiment with me, sure. Tracy, would you consider that and just try it on maybe just for the rest of the workshop Okay. that you can't control your thoughts and that maybe those thoughts are not even yours. And I'm not claiming that I'm right, yeah. but this is, this is what I'm proposing. That I can't control my thoughts. What would that mean for you? If you can't control your thoughts, how has it been so far up to this part in your life? Well, controlling that's your what, thoughts. That's pretty sh not very good because I thought I couldn't control them but now that I'm learning to control them that I'm not responsible for my first thought but I'm responsible for every thought thereafter mm, so what are you responsible for that's another question that's another great one let's write that one down they come back control my thoughts what am I responsible for i don't have definite answers i have some ideas okay good but 
Uh, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was thinking along those lines. So for me, like what you're saying is like, it's the space in between the thoughts where I have a chance to respond differently rather than that knee jerk reaction. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, so I think I'm responsible for like not going, not reacting or that one split second where I can change how I'm going to react. I don't know. That's what's been really difficult for me is um, it's like I get a thought comes or I get a reaction to something and or I want to react but it's it's that split second where it's almost like I just go to that spot rather than yeah. take that one moment to just pause and respond differently I guess I don't know mm -hmm. it would be wonderful and I have been trying my whole life like Tracy to control my thoughts yeah. And I have not been successful. Tracy, you have not been successful. I'm, I I mean, by what you said, I'm assuming that. Is that right? But I'm getting better. You're getting better. Okay. Thought or is it the reaction? Just thought? I think, okay, I thought that. I need to change that thought. My next, I can change how I feel about that. You know, I'm not going to, I wonder, maybe I'm being open to changing it too. Yeah. Well, here's what I propose, and this is just, once again, this workshop and this book that I made up out of nowhere. <laughs> now, I believe it's from annoying. Uh, it feels very genuine and, and congruent and integrous, like we we're talking about before. Mm -hmm. And what seems true is that those thoughts are not yours. You are not the creator of those thoughts. And that there is a you that is you, but that you is a witness that you is not the thinker and that that you is also not the feeler because the mind there is a mind and it its job is to put out thoughts but it's not you but you think it's you because of that part that you created called the ego yeah. called tracy called lee <laughs> called adriana adriana is that right did i say that right Ad adriana andrea. andrea i'm sorry called andrea Yeah. Separate them. Mm -hmm. When you're not connected with God, I think all those things happen. You're really stepping to know. Amen, Andrea. That's right. So, could you repeat that? I couldn't hear. She said, ego, E G O, edging God out. Yeah. So let's look at this because I'm going to I'm going to beat this one until um, this is really amazing to me. This this concept is really amazing to me. and It's giving me such incredible freedom because there is a part of us that I that also is not once again, we're not talking about ultimate reality. I'm talking about the eternal light body version of you that's going to live and progress and do fun stuff after you leave this human vessel that you're in this wonderful, beautiful human servant that has given itself for you to have this experience. What is that thing? Well, I'm gonna call it the witness. It's awareness. The witness does not learn, it knows. We're talking about 
this knowing. Where do we get these knowings? Well, it's we're tapping into that part of us that already knows. There is no learning in, in our true nature. We have access to all knowledge. And that's where we get punches. That's why we can, That's have you ever noticed that when you're in places like the shower, you get these wonderful ideas and these creative, creative impulses, or maybe it's it's in these times where it's just this monotonous motion where it's almost meditative. You're gardening or you're sweeping or mopping or you're doing something that's just all physical and you, you're you in the motion of it. And then suddenly this thing, it's like, oh, what a wonderful idea. What a wonderful, and it just, where's it? It's wonderful. And it's because you've slowed down your thoughts. You, you, you weren't grabbing the thoughts. The thinker was shut off for a moment. And what's available? Infinite knowledge, knowing comes from the witness. The yes. Oh, hey, What's up, buddy? How you doing? Looking good, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. So you said ideas. So we could take the thoughts and we could break it down to or dissect it into ideas versus other types of thoughts, right? Um. I always say my ideas I take no credit for because I'm divinely inspired. Any thought I get as an idea, it just pops into my head. So I don't take credit for that. But other yeah, thoughts that's... I have, like about feeling bad about myself or you know other things that I do, you know, otherwise I feel responsible for those thoughts. So well, and that's a good point too. Uh, I'm not saying that the thoughts are bad, and they, these thoughts could be wonderful and they could be painful. And they could be all the things in between. I'm just saying they're I'm just saying they're not you. And so are you are you are you saying that thoughts you're talking about thoughts in a different way? Or I'm just saying like the types of thoughts we have. Like I I take I think an idea is a different type of a thought than I have like on a daily basis where I'm just thinking about different things. That I get inspired and something pops in my head as like an idea like you're talking about. I don't take credit for that because that just popped into my head. I feel that I was divinely inspired somehow. But, you know, the thoughts, whether they're good or bad, I take responsibility for those actions that I do because of those thoughts. I feel responsible for those. But if I get an idea, hey, Javon, I had this great idea I want to share with you. I don't take credit for that because I don't feel I was responsible for that idea. I get it. I get what you're saying. So what I'm, what I'm, the thing that occurs to me is who we call me. Who do I, what do I call me? I, I can't, you know, that I forget the, the, uh, I forget the actress. There was an actress that she was famous in the sixties and seventies for saying, I am God. And, you know, the fundamental uh, community had a real problem with her. You remember her name? You know what I'm talking about though? You know, she popularized it. And so was she talking about, you know, I am part of sort. There we go. Yeah, Shirley McLean. Uh, was she talking about I'm part of source and, and you know, uh, you know, the same qualitative qualitativeness as source? Or was she saying that something about her ego? I don't I don't know. But we have all these ideas of me. Like, what is me? Am I my body? Am I my thought? Am I the light body? Am I my higher self? And then as a mind, this mind I'm thinking, I'm trying to dissect and say what I am. Am I that part or this part? And which part is better than the other part? And I start to judge each of those parts. And all of that thing, whether this is good and that's bad, 
all of that is mind. All of those are ideas. They're just ideas. Can I ever really know if something is good or bad, if it's really a good or bad idea? Has anything ever, have you ever got an idea and it, you thought it was good and it ended up being bad? Or maybe, you know, it's like, I want to, I want to date this girl. And then after dating the girl, I'm like, I have made a very bad decision. This was a bad idea. Or when I'm, I'm married now and I'm so happy. And when I started dating my wife, Carolyn, I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's going to work out or not. It's kind of boring. And I was used to a lot of drama. I was used to a lot of like saving people. I wanted to be the hero. My idea of that turned out a lot different. She became the most beautiful thing in my entire life. And she keeps on getting more beautiful to me. So that, I was wrong about that. How many things could I be wrong about? How many times have I judged myself about not being good enough or pretty enough or successful enough? How many times have I loved myself? And there, it's all just judgment. It means nothing. It means nothing until I put meaning on it. We're meaning machines. And so all that stuff is it's the human stuff. It's what we like to do. It's our fun. We put meanings on it. What I'm asking you to do is notice that it's a thought. And notice what you, how your body feels when your mind gives it the thought. Because that thought and that feeling is not the witness. And my proposition to you to absorb, please absorb this, is that you are the witness. You're all of it in reality, ultimate reality. You're all of it. But in this experience, you can experience, have the experience of being the witness. The mind fears. The mind seeks. You will seek and never find if you are the mind. The body feels. The body urges. The body is only right now and only what wants what it desires. It only wants fulfillment, the body. It wants survival. The body cannot be abundant, doesn't have the capacity for that. The witness is always peace. The witness is completely happy, blissful, is so wonderfully curious. Wow. And more, there's more and more. Please. It, it just reminds me of like meditation, you know, and you know how, and, and something that's, that's practiced here a lot. It's like, you know, thoughts are things. And I just remember like being, you know, sitting here many, many times and like during meditation and saying, okay, just let the thoughts, you know, pass through because they're, yeah. So that, that kind of reminds me of that. Like just let them pass through because they're not, really yours and they're just thoughts or things and they just cross through your mind and sure. yeah so that's yeah. that's what I, that, that's what you just said but that's just what reminded me of like being in meditation and trying to like let go of the thoughts absolutely when i hold on to a good thought or a bad thought i suffer from both Because the best, the best that the 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 best that a thought can give you is the promise of future happiness. 
if I am in this moment and I'm I am noticing and, and I can separate the noticing of the thought and real and experience the thing noticing, that is the part that's still. The part that's thinking, the mind can't feel. And you want to feel happy. You want to feel fulfilled. You want to feel satiated. And the body does that. So. So is the goal to be like in that state all the time? Well. Like meditative state? <laughs> here, here, here's the tricky part. Is you didn't come from eternity to be in eternity. <laughs> you right. came to have this experience. Exactly. All this stuff. You came to have this. The, That's the tricky life. part. I want to be happy, but the reality is you have probably what you came for. Yeah. You probably have what you came for. You might say, no, I don't want that. But we, we've stepped into, uh, in the book, I call it the veil of forgetting. There's a veil. And the reason there's a veil of forgetting is because it's really hard to have an experience if you're in ultimate knowing. Because experience is this thing that comes up out of nowhere. You're like, wow, you know, it's playing poker and you don't know the other person's hand. And it's really fun when you don't know the other person's hand because you're like, well, can I, can I win? Am I going to lose? <laughs> oh, so It's so exciting or it's so terrifying or so all that stuff. You know, I, I play games with my little kids all the time and there is zero chance if I wanted to win that I will lose. You know, I have a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. Actually, my seven-year-old is getting pretty good at soccer. But mm -hmm. Hmm. just wait. I know huh? it's going to be worse. <laughs> but you know, if if there's some unknown in there, it's exciting. Mm -hmm. I want the darkness. Yeah. Who who would ever go see a movie where a young, attractive couple falls in love and gets married, and they were you know given millions of dollars from their family, and they have Relaxing walks is on the beach every day. And then the movie ends. No one would see that movie ever. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you want that for your life, but you wouldn't go see a movie of that. There's no, there's no drama in it. Yeah. There's no drama. And how do we know? How do I know that we want the drama? Because the box office sells out for the drama. That's how, that's, that's one way. And another way I know is we've got a lot of drama in our life. And the only reason we have drama is we believe in our thoughts. Our thoughts. That's right. We believe it's us. So the witness. Oh, Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I'm down with that, man. That sounds right. I mean, um, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like a constant process going to go all through our head all day long, right? And, um, you know, we are what we believe we are, right? So it's, like you said, no, just thinking no. like thinking about when you're talking about it. You're not who you believe you are. Because your beliefs are mind. <laughs> That's another yeah, right. That's another mind thing. But you know, it, it doesn't make it bad though. That's the thing. All I'll, all I'm bringing up is to start to notice. We, we're we're setting a new intention of can I notice? How much can I notice? Now, I don't, it's really hard to notice all the time. I mean, those are like the guru guys that sit in caves that notice all the time. Those that, you know, uh, uh, Ramana Maharshi, you ever seen that guy? He, he notices all the time and he doesn't talk to people. He has a hard time speaking or had a hard time before he passed away. He would sit so still engulfed in bliss that 
his legs would deteriorate and there'd be bugs in his legs and, and, and he wouldn't move. <laughs> okay. That's not me. Right? That's not my experience. Uh, and that's not most of our experiences. And it doesn't make us bad and him good. It just makes us having our human experience, but we can, but the process of remembering that higher version of us that I'm calling the witness is part of our game. It's part of the fun. How often can you remember and how often can you catch yourself thinking that you're the thoughts or thinking that you're the feelings and how do you know when you're doing it? Well, a great way to know is you feel bad. Are you, are you peaceful, happy in bliss? No. Well, ask yourself, what is the thought? What is the feeling? And you will immediately separate yourself just a little bit from that suffering. Oh, wow. Look at that suffering there. I like I I have a I really like the idea of having a beer. It's such a great idea in my mind. But then I'll have a beer and then I'll be sleepy and like kind of like lethargic. It's <laughs> just like one beer. It's embarrassing. But and I'll think, okay, but it was the other day I was like, okay, body, you want a beer? Because urge, right? This urge. The body urges, the body feels, the body desires. Like, okay, body, you want a beer? Have the beer. I go out feeling sluggish and I'm watching myself. And so now I'm aware. And if you're aware, you will stop hurting yourself. You only hurt yourself repeatedly when you do it unaware. You know, maybe they're a smoker. There's a great smoking habit of people. If if um, I, I posted this video on YouTube, it's like my most popular YouTube video ever. It's about uh, how, how to quit smoking. And it's all about awareness. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, maybe I should be a smoking coach. I don't know. But one of the things that you can do to quit these addictive behaviors is you start to bless it. If, you, if you're addicted to smoking, bless everyone that you, you smoke. God bless this cigarette. Bless it to my body. <laughs> Thank you so much for this cigarette. Oh, and enjoy it immensely. And just like give yourself to the experience and notice your body, how it relaxes, and notice the thoughts that you're thinking. And you're doing a few things. You're releasing all the judgment and the extra condemnation about how bad you are and how bad it is. And you're releasing the curse that you're putting on your body of being feeling bad about how bad it is for your body. I mean, how, how much extra does that affect you? Thinking how bad it is while you're doing something bad. It's like bad on bad on bad. And so you just notice it. And then the, the most beautiful thing is if you notice the noticer, you, you can tap into that higher that higher vibration i have this thing it's a um everybody it's a tuning fork and it's a little one you can barely hear it there's a wonderful thing about a tuning fork if i have this tuning fork here and there's and it's a big one let's say and there's another tuning fork that has the same uh, it's tuned to the same note and i hit it that other note without touching, that other fork will start to ring. It'll start to vibrate. No touching at all. It's all about frequency. It's vibration. And everything about us is all vibration. And these experiences that we have are just different vibrations. They're not a different, they're not like becoming a different person. It's just shifting the way that we're vibrating, like tuning the radio. Do, 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 do. And I get to have this different experience. It's a different vibration to be the body and angry 
And it's the same me that is the mind thinking and fearing and seeking and planning in the past and seeking in the future. And it's the same me in a different vibration that is the that is the witness watching it all. Not different stuff, because there's only one stuff. There's only the one. It's just different vibrations. How do you know how you're vibrating? What's the one clue? I'll give you a hint. You're happy? Your feelings. Your feelings will tell you how you're vibrating, how you feel. And some of those feelings are past what the body can do, but this the, the experiences of the witness, the peace, the bliss that's past like a body feeling, it's still that experience and it's still a vibration and it's just a higher vibration than your body can ha handle, higher vibration than your mind can handle. But it becomes this big continuum. It's all low, low vibration, like the lowest vibration that we can experience as a human is probably shame. And a really, and then the lowest, uh, it, it, when you're in shame, uh, people sometimes just die. You just can't get, we're done, can't do it. Uh, and the highest vibration that we could probably experience is is, uh, is bliss. Bliss, and it's like really, but it's all the same. Interesting thought, right? Hmm. So the mind thinks, fears, seeks. Eyewitness. The body feels, urges, protects. Eyewitness. Not like eyewitness news, but like I am eyewitness. And this is something that I do. I'll drive around. I'm in traffic. <laughs> I get stuck in the traffic all the time. And I say, I'll start to narrate my thoughts because it's my mind that gets me. My feeling, my body's feelings is, you know, it's it's what it is. You know, I'm, I, I'm not as as hooked by my body, but my mind hooks me all the time. And so I'll start to narrate out loud. I'll say, oh, uh, I need it. Uh, the mind says I need, I'm going to be late. I would, uh, but I witness I am. You don't have to say I am too, but it's I'm touching into higher and higher realities. The mind says it would be faster in that lane and that would be better. Eyewitness, I am. The mind feels completely. The mind is the mind. Uh, the mind has thoughts of of abuse, and the body feels angry that I'm getting this phone call when I told that guy to email me. He's calling me. He said, "Email me. I can't talk to you. I need the information on an email." And he calls me again. The mind is frustrated. The body is angry. Eyewitness, I am. And I'll just narrate it as, it as it flows. I'll narrate it. And every time I remember, I separate it. And sometimes I get in there, you know, like I just just recently, I was trying to help my mom uh, get uh, her uh, roommate. She lives in Ventura. So I'm doing it all remotely. And I just hustled like crazy and got a bunch of people to apply. And I got like 30 people to say they were interested. And then she ended up finding someone that she knew already. And, you know, she just did it all so easy. I'm like, oh, yeah. And so the rental office called me. That's the, the same day and said, hey, we got someone approved. One of your applicants approved. I'm like, oh, we already got somebody. 
And they said, oh, well, you owe us $45 for their application. You have to pay them back. I'm like, I don't have to pay them back. When you apply for a place, you're applying to be considered. She was considered. She was rejected. You pick somebody else. And they're like, no, you are. And I'm like, you better not charge me for that $45. She's like, we're charging you. Hangs up on me. It's on the bill. And so I've just been seething about this $45 <laughs> for days because I felt such injustice. I felt like they did that to me. And I keep on telling myself. So, wow. Uh, the mind says that was unfair. The mind says that was unjust. The body feels and I can feel it. I just feel it in my chest. I feel it in my throat. I feel it turning in a certain way. And as I start to notice, I notice all those interesting things. I'm like, man, I can, I even see this red. I'm going to notice I feel that, that it's red. And the more details that I could observe as the witness, the more it's not me. The more I'm relating to that higher portion of me that resonates higher. I can be all of it. But it sure didn't feel good when I was walking around angry. And when you're walking around angry or depressed, you're walking around sad, you're walking around fearful. How do you get out of that? I've been I've been depressed for a pretty good chunks of time, weeks and weeks and weeks at a time. And how do you get out of that? I don't know. There's a lot of the choice workshop. What was that? Come to the choice workshop and uh, talk about it. <laughs> That's right. Thank you very much. Let go and let God. Let go and let God. Absolutely. So how do you let go? Well, one of the way that I let go is is this: is I start to name it. The mind thinks. What's the thought? The body feels. What's the feeling? Eyewitness. But the mind thinks. I'm going to be late for the workshop because I'm running late. There's a lot of traffic. Yes. That's reality. Well, the reality is that you'll be late, but what's your judgment about late? That's a thought. Embarrassing. I will be embarrassed, says the mind. When you're embarrassed, what is that feeling in you? Shame. The body is feels shame. Eyewitness. Okay, well, we can just, just for, I don't want to say argument's sake. Or, Let's you know, go. I'll, I'll take or, argument. You know, yeah, that's um, right. You know, oh, wow, there's no traffic tonight. I'm going to be early for the workshop. I mean, that's reality. So the I, things that happen, it, the reality that's happening, mm -hmm. it doesn't have meaning until we put it on it. So there's a start time and you didn't get here at the start time. I did. For posterity, Tracy did get her outside. Uh, for for the sake, of, uh, oh, I I got here on time. Yeah. What does that mean? Where does that meaning come from? What does that mean? Is that I was fortunate enough to? I was fortunate. That's what it means. Hit, hit the lights. I was. What does it mean? What does it mean if you were late? It means that it was unfortunate. So now you're unfortunate. So how does it feel to be unfortunate? That's reality. I mean, it's just, I, I did my best. Or reality is what's happening. Well, I sh once again, we're, we have these different layers of reality, like I jumped at the beginning. Yeah. We're talking right now about duality, the human experience. 
the best that we can say about reality is it's what's happening. It's what I'm observing. But what you're observing is not the meaning. The meaning is your thoughts. You showed up, you came through the door at a certain time. That time was the time that I said I'd like to start. Okay, that's that's the reality here as a human experience. But for me to say, and the normal thing we say is, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm so sorry mm -hmm. I'm late. I'm so sorry. You know, and then I I could have the experience of I can't believe these people mm. came late. And I feel like so I could be angry, I could be uh insulted. I could be insulted, you know. Uh you can be understanding, you can I could be, be understanding, I could be so thankful, I'd be like, oh my god, thank you, God, that somebody showed up. Yeah. Oh my but those so are you're all controlling your your thoughts and your actions. Well, that's the thing. That's what I'd like you to keep considering, if you would, Tracy, is are you controlling those thoughts? Am I really controlling them? And I'm not saying I got this down. Yeah, this, I know. This is, I know. I like your openness. This is my uh, <laughs> this is my portal into the witness that I've been practicing, yeah. and it's been wonderful to me. And I really that's believe that. Well, let me ask this question. What is the left of the human experience without the mind's thoughts and without the body's feelings? What if what if those what if the mind could shut off for you? And what if the body stopped giving you the feelings? What would be left for you? A void. Void. Well, the void, I think, is eventual. Yeah. What do you mean by the void though? That is a, nothingness. Nothingness. If they could be eliminated. They could be, yeah. What do you think? Void, for sure. I don't know. I, I think, I think the, human the human experience is thoughts and feelings. It is. Well, the human as in this human and yeah. my mind but the human experience is the most wonderful thing in the universe, in my belief, because we are a spectacle of universes that come and see this blending of an eternal light being with a human and the mind. It's a blend. It is abnormal, as in wonderful and worth checking out. If, you're, if your nature is peace, and your nature is bliss, and your nature is insatiable curiosity, which is like, if you're insatiably curious about something that you want to be doing, that's just the most fun there is. It's so fun. It's just great to be like in and curious about the thing that you're consumed with. My kid loves video games and computer stuff, and when he's playing video games, and he's just like he's the happiest kid. The day can go just disappear. Painter, Obsessed with painting, the whole day can disappear. In the zone. In the zone, in the flow. That's right. And as, uh, as a light being, we are loving this, this amazing show that we're in, this amazing drama. And so, oh, I don't remember even what I was saying. I had a point. We'll move on. Let's practice. If you're in a place that you can close your eyes, close your eyes, and I'm gonna ask you some questions. 
and in the context of the mind thinks, body feels, and I witness, because I am. Right now, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? I might be thinking, am I asking the, the right questions the mind thinks? And then I can say, I witness. I see that. Well, the mind needs approval. I witness. What's coming next? I witness. What are your thoughts? Can you notice them? Do you notice that the thoughts slow when you start to watch for them? Oh, you can't hear. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Do you notice that your thoughts be start to slow if you start to watch them? What is the state or the feeling of your body? Can you feel it? Are you cold? Are you hot? Maybe just the extremities in your fingers, in your toes. Can you feel them start to tingle and slightly vibrate when you start to put your attention in them? Was that tingling or vibration or was that there before I started to think about it? Did I create that? Does the witness change when the mind or the body wiggles? Can you notice the witnesser? Can you notice that part of you that notices a thought? Can you notice that part of you that notices or is aware of a feeling? That part of you is the portion that can never die. Part of you was never born. That part of you doesn't have a beginning, doesn't have a body that we would know of as a body. And you notice that. Open your eyes if you would. Anything come up for you? Any of you in that short practice of witnessing? My mind is racing. <laughs> I'm still thinking about my day. I'm still thinking about work. I'm still thinking about all these things that happened. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah. yeah. That's good. But then it, I started to slow down and then breathe. Now, this the slowing down, how did that happen? 
because I started looking at what was going through my mind and, and using my breath mm, yeah. to breathe. It's wonderful. The body is a wonderful way to, to focus, bring your attention to. I've noticed the more I observe the mind, slower it gets. It's like it's like the uh, like my toddlers. Watched toddlers are great. Unwatched toddlers are <laughs> even better. <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> They're dangerous for uh, all material possessions. Anyway. <laughs> so what happens when I watch the mind? Well, my mind tends, in my experience, to behave. An unwatched mind misbehaves. And if we have a habit of always not watching because we're not even aware it's something to watch, I think I am my thoughts. What would you ever watch? Anybody else want to share uh, what came up from? I want to turn down there. Is everybody okay on temperature? Cold, hot? I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, when you said mentioned that our toes and our fingers, that I was aware that my fingers were doing this. But then I had just a moment of where everything was very peaceful. Mm. It's wonderful. Like a little portal opened up. Just out of nowhere. That's wonderful. You know, that's that is my experience as well of of my of peace. It's like these little, it's almost that my experience is I don't even know I was in it until I leave it. This is my experience. Bliss, the times I've been blissful, like maybe in, in meditation, like when when I'll I'll sit and be in a deep meditation, I'll I'll just It'll almost be like um, my whole being is vibrating. It's, it's a wonderful, visceral, awesome experience. But I won't really know I was there until after I start to come out of it kind of thing. I have this comparison. And um, roughly, I think that's what we're trying to do. Be that. Yeah. Yes. It's wonderful. Thank you for sharing. With all that. Yeah, with all the mind chatter and to be able to have that even for a, a short time is amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. Oh, so anybody else? You don't have to, by the way. I share every time. Well, the mind thinks, the body feels. So I'm just thinking. <clears throat> Repetitively, the mind thinks the body feels okay. Kind of absorb this. The mind thinks the body feels, and then being aware of that witness that is putting that thought. The mind thinks the body feels. Trying to piece that together, you know. Okay, I'm. That's mind blowing. Yeah. Mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the way to, to understand it is which is challenging because to understand is the mind as well 
If you are, if you can observe it, you are not that. That's what I was thinking. Going, okay, so that's that part that's never going to go away. That when you were, and I like the guided guiding that helps me. Mm. So, um, so as you go through the day, what I've been doing, which has been very therapeutic and uh, peaceful in the middle of my non-peaceful life, sometimes is like I was doing before to start to try to name them for you to name the thought is to bring it out into the open bring it out into the light and bringing things out into the light has a very healing property to it uh, you know a, a wound out in the light heals itself but often when we when we wrap up a wound and we keep it uh out of the air out of the sunlight it, it'll get infected faster a, a, a dirty stinky sock crunched into a ball if it's all wet and everything it starts to stink really bad but a dirty stinky wet sock put out in the sun you know, it's wonderful i mean it's not going to get any less dirty but it doesn't stink it's all nice and healed up so the more you can bring things out into the light speak them out the mind is frustrated mind is confused that's an interesting thought confusion is a mind state the mind says it's curious. The mind just kind of think them. Oh, the body feels eyewitness. And the way that you know you witness is because you can name it. A, a fish can't say there's water. A fish doesn't know what water is because it's all it is. It's its whole wor world. There's no water for a fish. How would a fish know that there was water? Well, the fish would have to somehow jump up out and be in the air which they do sometimes and be like, mm -hmm. that's right salmon salmon do it salmon know that there's water <laughs> flying fish know there's water makes sense asking you kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> just try it on try yeah, it, trying it out i liked it so the game discover who you are not so this is an interesting game that we're playing the game is uh, in, I don't remember what language it is, uh, but neti neti, it means not this, not that. And it's one of the things that some spiritual people have is the practice towards liberation is you just find all the stuff that is not you. I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not this, I'm not that. And the reality is you can go through everything in the human experience, all of it. And for an eternal being, none of it is you. But the part that makes us so suffer and not enjoy our human experience is we think we're the stuff. We think we're our thoughts. We think our, our bodies. We think our, well, even more basic, people think they're their possessions. People think that they're their money. People think that they are their relationships. People think that they are the approval of the people they care about. You know, I, I'm, I still get hooked in people's good or bad opinion. I really want people to have a good opinion of me. And when they don't, I suffer. Why? Because I have an idea that they <clears throat> should like me or they should act a certain way or all, all these things. They're all, they're all ideas. And I believe them. Why? Because it's in my head. <laughs> Even when they're dumb. 
But how do you know they're done? They might not, they might be. Well, that's another thought I have. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> nah, you're catching on. I like that. So dumb or not dumb, good or, or bad, mm -hmm. uh, all of that is just ideas. And it doesn't make it even bad. It's a wonderful thing to think. It's fun to think. I love thinking. I love figuring out stuff. I love planning. It's all wonderful. What 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 I'm saying is, if you're suffering because of it, you don't have to be stuck. This is all part of the human experience. Dive in. It's great, but don't get stuck. Unless you want to get stuck, then that's fine. But there, the way out is to remember who you are. And that portal is just to notice. Start to notice it. And it stops to it stops having to wait. The outcome of this, I, in my opinion, I'm happier with it. And it's fun to be curious and have fun. So let's see. As life comes, ask, how is this what I require? That's a really good thing to add. Everything comes to you. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't. How is this what I require? And if 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 your reaction is anything but curiosity and bliss and appreciation and all those things that we really like, it's something that we require. And just like a sponge that's full of something, you have a saturated sponge. The way that I know what's in the sponge is I press it, put pressure on it, push it. I, I uh, antagonize it. Uh, and then what comes out? Milk. I don't know. Whatever's in there. Did my pushing, antagonizing, pressuring cause or create? Did it create the milk? It didn't create the milk. What did it do? released it it released it it revealed it it voila it was it, it it didn't create it so how many times do we say even like the our expressions you made me angry so you made me angry well that expression is in the language it's saying that you did it like i'm angry and you did it you put it in me and and even if we don't say you made me angry if we're upset by somebody else not being a certain way, not saying the right thing, not all those things, or or the world not being or a certain way, or even me not saying being a certain way, if I say all of those things is is why I'm angry, is why I'm unfulfilled, it's why I'm depressed, it's why I'm anything but euphoric and happy and peaceful, I'm saying all those things created it, but all they've done is revealed it. So, so, and then if I reveal it, I'm also saying that it's not even your job to change it. Because how do you change a feeling that's going on right now? I can't do it. How do I change my thought that keeps thinking? I can't do it. I have better habits as I practice these kind of things for sure. So part of what you're saying, I'm not disagreeing with you. I am thinking uh, more peacefully, more habitual, but it, but for me, it's not even necessary. The thing that is the faster portal to the thing I want, which is happiness and peace, is just to start noticing right now. Um, <clears throat> here's another thing that I really like. Uh, this guy named Benjamin Zander, he's the uh, 
He's he's the director of the what is it the Boston Philharmonic, and whenever his students get, uh, he does he does the kids orchestra and the adult. He's a very talented guy, and he he trains them all. And whenever they mess up on a note, he trains them to say how fascinating. And it's so funny they'll mess up, and you know, there's this one video if you want to Google it. It's it's awesome. Benjamin Zander, how fascinating! He has got this kid, and the kid's on stage, and he's playing a tuba or something. And the kid starts, and he's playing his tuba, and then he plays the wrong note, and the kid goes, and then he starts again, and and Benjamin Zander says, "Okay, let's stop right there. What happened? He played the bad note. What happened?" The kid's like, "Oh, I felt bad because I played the wrong note." And he said, well, try this. Instead of feeling bad, use how fascinating. And then especially if you can include the body language that opens up. How fascinating. I'm angry at my kids again. How fascinating. Even though I know I'm the one who suffers for being angry at my kids, I still got angry at my kids again. How fascinating. And what is it in your life that causes you to suffer? And then we end up partaking in those thoughts. It's another opportunity to learn. It is. It is. And the how fascinating, if you ever wanted to adopt it, it kind of, yeah. it loosens it up for you to consider something else. How fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, he's still saying I'm fascinating. How fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I might like that too much, but I did like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, yeah, you're, with, you're with me. Okay. You're with me. Yeah, thank you. Um. So changing your concepts, really any one of these cool concepts can really change your life. The thing about it is, is to remember it. And so, you know, maybe you can, maybe you can write yourself a note. I mean, it's really a concept. The concepts we have are really ideas and it's our ideas and concepts that give us the human experience. That's what our experience is. It's these ideas that we filter and put meaning on all all of stuff. And if we change our concept, we have a totally different experience. I was at the gym and I met Harry. Harry's a cool guy. And he, he's this guy, he's sitting there drinking coffee in the locker room. <laughs> Just not going anywhere. Usually I'm in the locker room, I'm in, I'm out, you know, he's chilling. And, and I started talking to him and he, you know, like, Hey, what's up, man? You're, you're my locker, locker neighbor. And he's like, he started talking and he ends up being a physician and he's, you know, he had to be 65 years old or so, maybe older. And he's like, wow, you know, I, I, I have a pretty boring life. What's your life like? And I started telling him about, you know, work and having to get there uh, on time and do all the stuff that I do and then getting home for the kids, and then putting them to bed and then that whole thing and then getting up in the morning early and then the kids get up at seven and then I do a little thing with them and get them to school and I get back to work and it's like this wheel that I'm on all the time and and I was kind of thinking, man, I would feel a little bit overwhelmed because I'm trying to do too much. Uh, what, what I was feeling, I'm like, oh, man, I'm doing too much. And Harry said, wow, you have such an exciting life. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, really? Harry's like, yeah, I'm single. I don't have any kids. I'm going home to my penthouse right now. There's no one there. I'll go with him. <laughs> I'll introduce you. He's a great guy. You'll like him a lot. He's like, yeah, I want to be bored. My life's boring. Your life's exciting. And it's just like, there's something about that experience. I went home and had the best time with my kids. I'm like, wow, I have an exciting life. Same kids, same me, same wife, 
same house, same toys, same bedtime. It was just my idea. A little change. Oh, the, and that other example, a cry from the kid's room. That same cry, you know, when they get up and they're supposed to be in bed, it can drive me crazy. But imagine if you thought your kid was dead and they're up in the room and the doctor was with them and they just died for whatever reason. And then after you thought you lost them, you heard them cry. I mean, can't imagine a, a more beautiful sound than that cry. So, which one was bad and which one was good? It's all my outlook. It's all my outlook. It's all my concept. So, here's a good thought. Something, something about your second question. What am I responsible for? I have an idea of that because I don't think I'm responsible for my thoughts because I don't think I'm, I control them because they come no matter what. And I think bad stuff that I judge all the time. Like that was a bad thought. I shouldn't have thought that thought. I don't know if you've ever had thoughts you shouldn't have thought. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, and I'm like, what was that? I've had feelings that I shouldn't have felt urges maybe I want to accomplish something and someone else accomplishes it and then when they don't accomplish it I'm kind of glad because I wanted that and I didn't have it I'm like okay that's right you didn't get it I wanted it and I feel it I'm like what the heck is that it's supposed to be like the spiritual teacher guy I'm doing like a workshop I can't control it. Well, yeah. you can because you changed it and you noticed it. You I, noticed it and you changed it and you thought, that's not appropriate. I, um, That's not me. I, I can change it. I didn't impulse. I didn't engage in it, but I, I didn't. I didn't. It came. Mm -hmm. It's the same me that after it came. Should it come at all? Can I make it stop? I can. Mm -hmm. You can. Okay, well, I would like to sign up for your class. You can figure that out. <laughs> so I'm with you, Tracy. I would like to make it all go perfectly all the time based on what I think is perfect. But here's what I think I can control. Okay. And it's called intention. What am I responsible for? Well, I think it's just intention. Mm -hmm. What your intentions are. Mm-hmm. No question. Intention. Because if these thoughts aren't mine, if that's the case, and they're thinking, they're thinking I, I you know I'm selfish, fear, blah, blah, blah. and these feelings, it's kind of my feelings is a lot of just biology and chemistry that's going on and how much food I've eaten and and uh the hormones that happen to be in my body at this point, or, you know, maybe medication or tired, even the environment yeah, tired, and tired. How much have I rested? And yeah. I Don't mean, water. it's enough. I, 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 it's hydrate. Yeah, hydrate. I mean, all these things, it's like these feelings have, 
they're not they're not from my decisions. <laughs> what am I responsible for? Well, roughly, and I don't even think this is really you're responsible for it, but if I can do anything, it's to have an intention. What is my intention? My intention, my intention today, which is why I started with this, by the way, mm-hmm. why are you here? My intention is to open a space for you to, to, to learn and to teach, to teach and to learn. Uh, my intention is play. It's curious. It's fun. My intention on a daily basis is to do my best to serve, to, to give loving service without trading. Service without trade. I want to do this because it's my intention to love. And and if if you appreciate it, great. And if you don't, that's great too. And if my intention is clear, I believe that the universe comes around and kind of puts things into creation. And the, the more clear I can be about my intention, I start to notice it. It doesn't mean that things aren't happening if you don't notice it. But... I don't think you're judged by what happens ever. God doesn't care about results, in my opinion. God cares about intention. I don't mean a thing, a person in the sky that's judging you. I mean, actually, another part of you that wanted you to have this wonderful experience of slowly remembering who you really are. And that process of how fast you got there and how how long you stayed in the dregs. <laughs> You'll be judged by that, but it's only you judging you, in my opinion. There's not going to be a committee. There's not going to be people that are disappointed in you. Uh, But it will be you judging you. And I believe that we get to experience it all. I believe we get to experience what it was like for the other people when I said something that offended them. I get to experience that. I get to feel it like, wow, I didn't have any idea that that had that effect and I don't think I feel that because I'm punished, I'm getting punished. I believe I feel that because I wanted to experience everything. I wanted to experience it all. It's it's like watching the movie with, you know, with the dark character. And you get to like, be like, oh. And those parts that are dark. And then you get to be freed at the end. Like, oh, the good guy finally won or. Whatever it is, right? We wanted all of it. And so we get to be all of it. So how do you, what's your job right now? I think it's really just to intend to love, intend to serve, intend to forgive. I did my best. I'm trying. I'm still trying. Are you going to get it? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, yeah. How are you guys doing online? Yeah. Good. I just wanted to comment on your last, um, am I responsible for my intentions? I, I like this because it's like if our, if we lead with intentions, you know, of love and grace and like the gifts that we were given, right, from God and the gifts that we can create out of things that aren't, don't feel like gifts. It is about the intention. I like that because, you know, I don't, I don't think that I ever have a day where I wake up in the morning and go, let's see, who can I upset today? Or, (laughs) (laughs) you know, what could I do, you know, to not take care of myself? I mean, those aren't the kind of thoughts that, you know, we normally have. Right. And so I don't know, there's just something, 
don't, don't, I don't think I'm verbalizing this very well, but I like the idea of I'm picking it up of being as being responsible for the intention and knowing that if my intention is uh, is honorable, the rest will follow. Yeah, based on what you think is honorable, that's what matters. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you. Honorable. Yeah, you could be you could be a warrior out in the Middle Ages and you cut people's heads off because you don't want people to die slowly. And the people that you are in battle with, they stab people in the in this in the stomach because they want them to die slow. And you are an honorable, integrous, loving warrior. And I think God looks down as like bless that warrior. Bless that warrior. Love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Intention. What's your intention? As best you can with where you're at. Mm. And that's the thing about everybody, too. Everybody's doing the best they can with where they're mm. at. And the people that you like the least, that are the biggest brats troubling your life, <laughs> they're doing the best they can with where they're at. Based on, they're probably believing that they have all their thoughts are theirs and their thoughts are crazy. And they probably have a bunch of crazy examples that they grew up and they probably feed themselves with a bunch of crazy resources that keep them crazy. God bless them, man. must be rough being that person. <laughs> That's good. So, well, we are coming to an end, man. Can you believe it's been two hours? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm like, I'm still on page one. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep going. Go, go, go. So here's here's what I'm gonna propose. We're gonna end with a a, a meditation uh, uh, that uh, we'll finalize here. But uh, each week now be between now and the next in person one, which is going to be it's a month from today. I wanted to February sixteenth. February sixteenth, Ryan, great man. February sixteenth. I'm going to do a Zoom meeting, uh, and I'll I have everybody on a, a except for Lee, but I'll get your email. Uh, I'll I'll it'll be the same Zoom link that you can come in, and we'll just check in. And what I'm hoping uh, is that this stuff reverberates, or maybe you you go throughout your day and you start to remind yourself, oh, the mind thinks that as the thought comes, the body feels this. I witness. I am. And you and you have that experience throughout the day. What would that be like? Maybe you try it out. And so on the subsequent Thursdays, once a week from six to seven, or you know, thereabouts, it doesn't have to be a whole hour, but I'll be available. Uh, you're welcome to pop on and we'll talk about it, remind you some of the theories, the concepts, talk about what you discovered, maybe add something new, probably just go over everything. And then also, if you want a, a, a live feed, a discussion, I'll, I'll probably have videos, little little videos that I'll do, and it'll be in the Facebook group that I'll I'll post, and then we can you can share your thoughts. And and my hope is that we have four months of this in some way to to get it into our habits, you know, get it into our day to day life. Because like Tracy and I have been talking about. Can I change my thoughts? I think we can. It's it's changeable. It's habits. The thoughts that flow out of us are usually flowing because we've trained it to be a certain way. Like our portion of mind that comes to us 
is there a valve wide open and just lets it all in and just blast you? Or are you have you closed your valve in such a way that only a certain amount of thoughts and only certain kind of thoughts will be entertained? And I think we can control that a little bit. I still think that those thoughts, even those are not ours, but that's up to be debated <laughs> possibly in future sessions. So um, let's see, anything else? Uh, that's it. Uh, you know, I'm also available if anybody ever wanted to talk about something one-on-one, I, um, for sure. Hope you know, I'm... before you leave, could you just clarify when we're meeting again? Because I think. Yeah. So uh, every I... Thursday from six yeah. to seven for the next three Thursdays, it'll be from six to seven via Zoom. Okay. Same Six link. to seven. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Same number. Once a month, it'll also be the Zoom, but I'll, I'll be, it'll be a two hour in-person meeting we'll go deeper. Okay. The, the, the in-person one hours are really just checking in and not really going deeper, at least deeper in concepts. We, uh, my intention is that we go deeper just because we're going to be metabolizing this information for the next month and check it and see what we get out of it. Sounds good. All right. Well, you close your eyes again. Get relaxed. Allow your mind to be the mind. The mind thinks. Allow the body to be the body. The body feels. And just bless your mind. God, wow, it's so amazing to have this tool. There's no computer in the world, in existence, that can do what the mind does. It's incredible. Thank you, mind. It's been so helpful. Bless your body. Your body is such a wonderful host. This human has graciously allowed you to have the experience of being in it. You're not the human, but wow, what a wonderful thing that you can have this human experience. It's given its whole life for you to have this short time in this experience. So bless it exactly as it is. It's so perfect for you. And as I witness, as I watch my thoughts, as I witness, as I watch these feelings and urges, start to realize there's a part of me that it's higher, it's bigger, more abundant, more spacious, not bound, fluid. Who is that? Ask yourself, who, who am I? Who am I that will be alive after I die? Allow, allow yourself to wonder. Allow yourself to open up to that experience. Who am I that was never born? What 
part of me is that? What part of me is that right now that I can, I can touch? Who am I that has no beginning? Who am I that is peace? Who am I is, is peace everlasting? Can I feel that? Can I feel that right now? Who am I that is love? Who am I that is pure, unconditional love? Loving all the good and all the bad. Loving all the dark and all the light. Loving all the beauty and all the ugly. Who am I that is love that never ends? Who am I that is light, expansive, healing, flowing, pure light? Who am I that is free? Has no bounds. Completely free. Nothing is required. Nothing can be gained. Free. Nothing can be lost. Who am I? And as the parts of me that I think are me that don't resonate in this wonderful, peaceful, loving, light-filled space, I just notice them. Don't make them bad. Just notice them. And I solidify this higher version of myself higher resonating part of me and I relate more to it. And I thank it all. I bless it all. We're all doing our part. All the parts of me, all the parts of you. And there's really no parts in reality. There's only us. There's only the I. Grow sensitive to this place and try to find it more often. Try to find it and feel it. Just for fun. Amen. Amen. Oh, good. <laughs> Well, thank you all for playing with me. Thank you. I'm open to all feedback. You guys have my email. I'm going to email. Oh, I need your email. Did, did everybody, I think I have everybody's email. Uh, where, where would you get it from? The sign up sheet? 
I, yes, actually, if you would just re give me your emails just to make sure if you want me to have it anyway. Yeah. Well, actually, I'll write it down. Can we type them in someplace? I have yours, Pam, if you're logged in. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, well, you know what? I have. Let me check one thing. Stop. I know you don't have mine. Oh, I'll good. It you. Please. All right, Pam, Brian, you guys are awesome. Bye. Thank you, sir. Great job. God bless you all. Bless you. Bye.